Hello everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. I want to give a quick introduction to the episode. Uh, today we have Mark. He is a third year medical student at the time of this recording. Uh, Mark's a really good guy, so um, I've only met him a couple times before this, but I owe him huge. He uh, helped me move uh, out of my apartment actually last year, which is a huge favor because I couldn't get anyone else to help, and he came right over and helped. Didn't even know me yet, so our first time ever meeting was him uh, helping me move my couch and move my bed and stuff, so really owe the guy, and uh, he's a really cool guy. really learned a lot about him during the uh, interview this time, and Hope you can learn about both of us as well. So if you need some beats to enjoy or work to or just kind of catch some good vibes, make sure you check out the intro and outro and listen for the shout out at the end to get the artist information. So thank you so much again for listening and I hope you enjoy. So let's see, uh, where are you from originally? Originally from Fort Lauderdale. Um, my family's originally from Peru. Okay. So got a little bit of ethnical backgrounds. Right on, right on. Do you speak Spanish? I do speak Spanish. Perfect, so. nice. That'll come in handy down the road. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. When you go to the Miami clubs? My, yeah, 100%. Exactly. <laughs> All right, hold on. All right, so first question is going to be, we're just going to jump right in. Uh, how you like med school so far? Med school's been good. Uh, we've met a lot of friends. Definitely been enjoying it. Um, there's definitely times that suck, yeah. but for the most part, it's been pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Has it been what you expected? Um, yeah. Uh, so it's actually a pretty complicated question. Uh, going into it, I've. it's one of those things that everyone always tells you, like, you have no idea how hard it is, you have no idea how hard it is, and growing up, everybody used to say that about basically everything. Yeah. And... Uh, you don't really experience what we're going through until you're actually in it. Um, And for the most part in life, every time that someone says that, it's kind of just like, eh, like, all right, you do it and you're like, all right, whatever. That wasn't so (laughs) bad. But medical school, um, it kind of pushes your limits in the sense of there's always something that you could be doing or studying or constantly – you know, there's never a li- there's never an end. Yeah. So it was it was an, an interesting start, but once you get started and get going, it definitely it's easier to just work your way into it. That's true. So now that you're a third year looking back, isn't it kind of crazy to think like this time a year and two years ago, what you were doing right now was just sitting in the library dying. 
That's all you were doing. Yeah. That was your existence not that long ago, yeah. but it feels like a long time ago, doesn't oh, it? Oh, 100%. It's, it's like someone actually told me um, medical school is going to be your longest days, um, but shortest weeks. Yeah, and no, it's true. it couldn't be more true. No, yeah. What's that saying? It's like the years have been short, but the days are long. It's like, yeah. it's kind of like, I mean, looking back, I mean, first year, you know, like my white coat ceremony seems like so long ago, but just yesterday at the same time. Yeah. Um, even just like, so Mark and I met like a year or not even a year ago, like, yeah, like six months, six ago. months ago, <laughs> you know, we move out of my apartment. Yeah. So he's moving into the same complex as I am and I'm moving out and, uh, you know, you were, had just started your first rotation, right? Yeah. First rotation, man. Now you're what? Five, six in? Six in. This is my seventh. Six, seventh, uh, man. What are you on right now? It's crazy. Right now I'm doing internal medicine, uh, night shifts, which okay. kind of suck, but, um, <laughs> Kind of just suck it up, you know? Yeah. It's like everything else everything in school, else. man. <laughs> everything else that sucks, you just suck it up. So. Yeah. Um, what's been your favorite rotation so far? Ooh. Um, favorite? So I actually got put on a couple. I, I've had a couple favorites. One was just regular internal medicine. I, I really enjoyed it because you kind of finally see all the pieces that you've been studying throughout your first two years finally get put to work. Um, and like your education you finally see something you're like yeah. fuck this finally i kind of <laughs> see it yeah um but then i had it was supposed to be a general surgery rotation last month and turned into an orthopedic surgery rotation um and growing up i always thought i wanted to do orthopedics i want to do orthopedics like i'm so set on that i love sports medicine blah 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 and kind of started phasing out of it but i when I did that rotation last month, I kind of, um, one, I'm happy that I didn't decide to go into that field, but two, <laughs> yeah. it was an awesome experience. Okay. Doctor was just the man. And who did you have? I had Dr. Eichten. Dr. Eichten. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know him. Yeah, I yeah. Him. That was at, he's at, uh, Gulf coast. Yeah. He's yeah. at Gulf coast. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's, you know, a young guy, like totally loves to just kick it and smart as a whip basically. And yeah. Just. He just loves teaching, so it was, it was great. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. That's dope, man. I'm glad you, you know, at least you got that experience. And I'm, I'm the same way. Like, when I started school, all only people I shadowed in undergrad were surgeons. Yeah. So I came in, I was like, I want to do, I think, like, cardiothoracic maybe or um, trauma. Those are my 100%. two. 100%. Like, three weeks into anatomy lab, I was like, fuck like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, not doing surgery, not doing that shit. So um, respect to those who do, but that was definitely not for me. Hundred um, percent. That's why I switched to sports med. Yeah. So um, non-surgical. Right. So yeah, I mean, I feel that. Um, what about like least favorite? Least favorite. Um, I'm gonna have to say my least favorite was family medicine. Okay. Uh, mainly because of just the amount of extra bullshit work that you have to do. Um, you have the longest hours that I've experienced. I was getting in the office at like six thirty, leaving at six thirty p.m. and it was just like grueling, honestly. It was insurance paper after insurance paper oh of just being like, yeah, like, does this patient have, I don't know, aortic calcification? And you're like, fuck, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, let me look through his chart from, you know, 2000 and see if he ever had an aortic calcification or whatever, you know. It's so, a lot of monotony. It's just family. crazy. It's just bullshit how the insurance companies have taken over. I agree. It's a lot of monotony in family. Um, what do you have coming up? 
Um, coming up, that's a great question. I keep getting fucked on my rotations <laughs> and getting my get used to it. Around. It exactly. doesn't get better. Exactly. But no, coming up, I got Obi Gone, which I'm actually I've I've always considered it because it's got a nice like mix of procedures and patient population and or patient based medicine um, and follow up. So I'm excited for it. Um, I hear that the hours are just god awful. You have Pescatelli, but yeah, I do. So. It's just it's just luck of the draw with that guy. So when I had it, I got called in probably like fifteen nights, like in a row, like not in a row, but like throughout my rotation. And but then like uh, my buddy on it, he got called in twice, right, the whole month, right. That's what that's my, what my first buddy was night, saying. first night, dude called me at four a.m. And he's like, "We have a delivery at Health Park." I'm like, "What the where the fuck, fuck is me. the first day was in clinic with him? I didn't even know where the delivery suite was at Health Park." And I'm like, "Shit!" So I get up and put my shit on and I go over there. And this lady craps this baby out, and I'm like, "All right, well, that's <laughs> this is what oh we're doing." Oh my god! And then we we're back in clinic. Did you get the to catch day. the baby? I caught a couple, um, but I did mostly. He did. He had a lot of C sections. Yeah. So I did. I did probably like suturing? 25 C sections. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, you let you suture anything? I did all the suturing. That's but awesome. It was cool because, like, at first I was just kind of holding the bladder thing down right, for right. the C section, but then <laughs> after like the first week of showing I actually care and like want to do the procedural stuff, he let me do pretty much whatever I wanted. So that was cool. That's um, awesome. But Pescatelli's interesting, dude. He wears flip flops twenty four seven. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, in the OR, that's like wild. walking through the hospital, he just like you hear him clicking down the hall with his flip flops. That's he's funny just, shit. He's a cool guy though. I mean, yeah, he's like he's not even jaded. He's he's just like uh, what's the word? He just he's just apathetic. He's like right. yeah, like you know how you you have a baby. It's like the biggest day of your life, like for the dad, right? And the dad's like holding the baby after the surgery procedure and everything. He walks in, he's like, "All right, have a good one." And he's like, oh, yeah. "Just doesn't matter to him at all." It's like the biggest day of this guy's life. Just whatever for him, he's just ready to go. Home I deliver your baby. All right, peace. Yeah, exactly. Like there was one time, like the baby came out and it was like blue, and they were asking him what he does. He was like, "He goes, he just stopped." He goes, "I don't know. I don't do babies. I deliver them." Oh <laughs> he's like, God. "The baby's dying. That's not my problem. I get Holy the baby out, shit. and it's not my issue anymore." He's like, "I don't know That's shit savage. about babies." He was like, just call the call the like the the um the ICU team. He's like, I don't know shit. I don't, yeah. I don't deal with that. It's not my job. I don't know. It's crazy. So he's cool. You'll you'll like it. Yeah. Um, if you sure. can handle the the call ins, otherwise right. it's pretty dope. You get it's like nine to three in the clinic. Right. But then just always on on the calls. So you're like waiting for your phone to ring. It sucks. But yeah. You'll be all right. Yeah. No. Big grit guy. I love grit. So yeah. I could deal with that call stuff. Oh yeah. 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 See, I'm like kind of. Not really about the grit. So like when I was getting called in, there was one night, dude, no joke. I got called in at like 5.30, drove all the way to Health Park from here, which is like an hour drive yeah, in the tra- 5.30 traffic. I got back at like 7.30. He called me at like 8.30. Then he called me at like midnight. Oh, then he called me at 4 a.m. And then at 6.30. Fuck. My girlfriend's like, what, what the, the fuck? Going on? <laughs> she, got, she got no sleep. I'm like, oh Everyone's popping out kids God. on the same damn day. Dude, like what is going on? And then like the last one he called me for at 6.30... He had just induced her. So we get there and he's like, all right, I'm just, I'll wait till the call. He just goes and lays down in the doctor's lounge. I'm sitting there. He just, what the fuck do I do? I go sleep in my car. <laughs> like, what the fuck do I do? So it's, there's a lot of bullshit you got to deal with, like you said, but um, it's kind of part a good story of now. It's, part it's a good of story it. now. Yeah. You know, it's great for the podcast, but yeah. it was, it was, I was pissed at the time. So <laughs> it's whatever though. Um, but yeah, so like uh, you're from Fort Lauderdale originally. How do you like Fort Myers compared to that? So Fort Myers was a little bit of an adjustment for me, um, mainly because when I came here, I didn't really know anybody. Obviously, I had just met you right when I came here. Um, but other than that, there was a couple kids from my class. 
um, that I wasn't super close with. We've gotten much closer over the time that we've been here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Fort Myers is a retirement community, as most people know. Um, so the average age population, I'd say, is like 65 plus. Um, and Fort Lauderdale's average age is probably like 35. Yeah, yeah. So getting used to that, not being able to like, you know, not like I'm a big partier, but going out whenever I need it or yeah. whenever you need a release or whatever, uh, that was that was kind of the hardest part of getting used to it. But it's close enough that I could always shoot over to Fort Lauderdale or shoot up to Tampa where I got a couple buddies. So yeah, it's been good. It's been I like it a lot. And the hospitals here, it's great. Attendings are awesome. So yeah, I agree, man. Really it's a good spot. And I, like, so I've talked to other classmates who did their rotations like in like Miami and stuff. And one of my buddies, his OB rotation, he didn't even see a delivery. He was like, I don't, I, I just like didn't do shit for a month. And I was like, I was doing everything. Holy it shit. was cool. I think the only place that does more than us is probably Broward. Yeah. They, like they kill you though. Yeah. Like here, the preceptors are good. They want right. you to learn, but they don't want you to die. Like right. they want you to die over there. Right. Um, yeah. So I think it's pretty cool. In the end of the day, we're not <laughs> residents, you know, we're third year and fourth year medical students. Just like, basically, we're still kids as far yeah. as that goes. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. But, uh. So let's see, like with the kids here, have you got, you said you've gotten a little bit closer? Yeah, we've definitely gotten closer. We try to do something like once a week. That's um, cool. If not, it's like dinner or something, but, or going out. But yeah. Yeah. That was, you met the KCU kids too? Yeah. yeah. So uh, part of the Fort Myers program, they kind of put us up for one of the um, family med conferences. On Sanibel? Um, yeah. Captiva? Captiva. Yeah. Captiva. Um, so that's where we kind of all got really close. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. That was awesome last yeah, year. I mean, time. we bought it. We, we, <laughs> so like where we all kind of like with you, we all got really close that weekend because we all had the same dorm and we just got fucked up right. like four the days straight. Like we time. didn't even, I think I didn't go to a single, I went to one conference. Yeah, one, I went one, to one. <laughs> one, one I went to one and it was like at 9am and everybody looked at me and they're like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, <laughs> like I don't I'm know, man. Shit. I kind of wanted to learn about this. Exactly. The one I wanted to go to was with uh, the preceptor I just left or I was actually with at the time too. So I got, I got to go to his, you know, and uh, he just like, he used me as a demonstration for OMM. He okay. just like, cracked my neck, cracked my back, fixed yeah, my hips. Like, and I was like, ah, oh, I feel nice and ready to go drink now. You know, it's good. <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, so we still like, there's like me uh, and two other Nova kids and then like three of the uh, KCU kids. We all like hang out still. Like we talk now still. We have like a group chat and everything. So yeah, that, that's, that part is what I expected about med school. Like meeting friends and just kind of like being bonded that way because we're all dealing with the same bullshit right so. everyone's going through the same thing at yeah, the same time so, so that's cool that's good man um let's see so for fun what do you do um for fun so growing up i always played every type of sport ever like every little league sport football baseball soccer okay um and fort myers doesn't have any leagues particularly but Definitely need some sort of release, so I always go to the gym. I go to the gym every day. Um, definitely go for a run around here. And then other than that, kind of just go out with friends. Um, and, yeah, got just you. hang out. I remember you uh, worked out that day. You helped me move, too. That was dope. I really appreciate yeah. that. I needed that, man. <laughs> That was uh, that yeah, was a that tough was good. day. I needed an extra workout, so dude, I was I was like, struggling. Damn, I can come help out. <laughs> I was struggling that day. So let's see here. I'm just gonna pick. I got like a huge like question pool. Right. I'm just gonna go to that. Just to, like get off the medical topic because yeah, yeah. I think we beat that to death. And yeah. You know? 
Um, let's see. I'm going to just pick a random question. You think aliens exist? Ooh. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not a big space guy. Okay. So I definitely think it's a cool thing, but I've never really been into like the whole NASA and all that bullshit. So, um, do I think aliens exist? I don't know. Fuck. Look at Stonehenge. Like that shit got there somehow, right? <laughs> somehow, man. So yeah. I don't know if it was aliens or some smart ass people or like luck of the draw, but there's yeah. definitely something, right? There's got to be something. I, I, I mean, the fact that there's like infinity, infinite planets up, down, left, right. I mean, 100%. there's got to be, there's got to be someone out there doing something, the same shit. Yeah. yeah, like just messing. There's probably they're probably out there being like, I wonder if there's like another group of people yeah. out there. Like, like hundred you know? percent. There's got to be something. And yeah. like every day on the news, there's always something like popping up. I don't know if that's just like media being fucking. That's true. Media, but yeah, media is its own little kind of entity as far as that goes because they can feed you a lot of bullshit, right? Like, they can really, uh, not to get like super political, but I was noticing that. Did you see that thing in Texas recently with the there's a guy trying to shoot up a church? Yeah, I saw and, like, that. Everyone shot at him, yeah. So, like, the cons- like the liberal sides, you know, like the gun control sides, they're like, oh, yeah, the first guy that shot the guy that shot him, he's trained though, right? He's like, he's like a they're like, instead of just kind of glorifying the fact that this guy stopped a shooter with a gun. Yeah. They're saying like, he's the person that they would want anyway because right, right, he's trained. Right. They're like, everyone else in the church who also pulled their gun is probably not the best. Right. But then you look at it on like the liberal side, I mean the, excuse me, the conservative side, they're yeah. like, hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude. Every gun save a life. You know? One so, for uh, the second amendment. <laughs> exactly. So it's just, it's interesting. They can kind of twist it around, but you know, so you got to think for yourself I yeah. think, to a certain degree. It's kind of like what this crap they teach you in school. You know, you're right. like, that, that seems old. Right. And I'm like, all about fact checking everything, yeah, no matter yeah. what it is. Like, I agree. You'll always find me fact checking. I'm the most. I I have a hard time believing everything. I agree. So, yeah, I'm the same way, man. Because yeah. we've been lied to so many times. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, I give up. I give up. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna just believe that. I'm gonna definitely take that critically. <laughs> yeah. Know. Um. So different question for you. Like now, what? How old are you now? I'm 25. God, you're so young. Yeah, I'm a baby. Yeah, I turned 30 in like a wee, three weeks. There you go. It's a big, big year. It's a big year, man. It's going to be scary. But, uh, 3-0. God, man. But so like uh, the that's question. That's a good year, though. Everybody says 30 is like, that's prime. Dude, my mom makes fun of me because she's like, when I turned 27, she was like, now you're late 20s. Uh-uh. And now I'm about to turn 30. She's like, you ain't 20 no more. Yeah, <laughs> But uh, well, I was gonna, the question I like to ask is like, how do you feel you're different now? It's like your third year of medical school versus your third year as a pre-med. Oh, baby. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I feel like I've always been a little bit more mature uh, compared to my friends. But this is like a different level of just having to be mature more than kind of wanting to be mature, you know? Um, I always feel like I'm a kid at heart. And in that sense, I definitely am. Love to fuck around, love to joke around, but, um, you know, when it comes to, like, dealing with patients' lives and all those things, you kind of just have to develop a level of maturity, and even when, not even just lives, just, like, people are, like, stripping down naked, you can't just start cracking up, being like, oh my god, look at that shit. Yeah, it's true. You know? And, like, you're sticking fingers up everywhere, and it's like, all right, like, damn. So, yeah, no, definitely from third year of high school to 
third year of medical school if that was that the question well third yeah, year even college. that third year of college but uh, even third year of college. E- any, yeah yeah no it's like dude college was a fantasy land first of all <laughs> college i went to university of florida um had an absolute blast and from there to third year of medical school i'm still having a blast but in a different way yeah yeah you know? So let me ask you this, like, you know, I'm a year removed from you from medical school. So like everything's so different, you know, uh, shut up. <laughs> so um, when, I, like, when we were, for, when I was a first year, like my class, we would have, you know, like two weeks binging of just like studying. You don't do shit. You don't right. exist outside. Right. And then we just go get blackout for like two nights, three right. nights. And then we have to catch up. Super unhealthy. Is that, is that kind of, you know, very unhealthy for a doctor pre, you know, uh, about to be a doctor. No, but, but that was the way we did it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And then did you kind of find that you fell apart more, not fell apart, but like second year, we didn't see each other as much just because it was like, all right, time to study for boards. So our free time really needs to be spent studying boards after we study Nova stuff, you know? Yeah. It wasn't as much time to get blackout because that hangover time cut into your board study time. Right, so right. So at least for us, second year, we kind of fell apart, which sucked. It was kind of sad. It was like yeah. now, third year, we're even more dispersed. And then fourth year, it's like everyone's over the, all over the country. For sure. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I feel like first year, everybody's getting to know each other clicks haven't really developed um so like you kind of just fuck with whoever wants to fuck with you you know like yeah. you're like yo yeah. what's up let's go get drunk whatever we just had exams which yeah. is great um and then as the first year kind of went by everybody you could tell everybody started developing these clicks and i feel like we just kind of started going our different ways because we wanted to go our different ways rather than because we you know yeah. it's just like you definitely found studying your- so yeah yeah. so like i had a great group of you know seven of us who just would vibe basically all the time and throughout yeah and that didn't really change even with boards which i was lucky about um i say it every time and like i tell all my friends who are in other medical schools and they're like dude you're so fucking lucky like i don't have anybody like that really yeah so it's so yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty fortunate in that sense and i think that nova actually did a great job of Kind of pulling people who have very similar interests, yeah, um, into yeah. one class. That was uh, like it's kind of like a blessing, I guess, because the, the the really really close friends that I have, I have like probably five or six of them, maybe a couple more than that. But like, it's uh, they're like I'll be friends with them forever for sure. You know, it's like they were, and we would have been friends in high school and college, right? Probably. So I guess in a way, I just kind of gravitated to those same right. kind of people. But it's cool to be, you know. You look at these people who you're doing stupid shit with, and they're going to be doctors with you. Yeah, you know I mean, it's which like, is crazy. It's kind of funny, yeah. Like you're watching Rick and Morty, or you yeah. know, you're picking someone up off the floor and holding their hair when they're vomiting drunk. But like right. they're going to be a doc. Like the next day, they're going to be in the library before me, probably. Right. Like they're just like that. Right. So and the the cooler part for me was so like college, everybody's the same age, and then yeah. you get to medical school, and you got every single freaking age. We had from from a 19 year old in our class to a 41 year old yeah with kids so, and wives yeah, and kids and wives and, and yeah god bless those people who have kids in, high, in medical school like i don't know how you do that or at all yeah at <laughs> all. <laughs> so yeah um but no but yeah it, it was great like my friends are all for the most part either my age a little bit older than me but you know age is not a factor yeah like the people I'm like, one of the guys I'm really close with, he was uh, arm, army, I think, army nurse for like 10 years. Yeah. And so he's crazy. still active duty, but he's like in medical school. He's got like a kid. I mean, but he's like one of my best friends. He's like yeah. the coolest guy. That's awesome. He's like a big teddy bear. But he like, 
he's one of those guys that you just know would fuck you. Oh, 100%. Like, I, we were <laughs> messing stay around. away from those Dude, people. we were messing around one time, and he, like, I, like, we were just, we were just fucking with each other. And, like, like, an hour later, I'm in the parking garage, and he, like, jumped out from behind the car. And he was, I've been looking for you, motherfucker. Oh and I was God. like, whoa, chill out, man. <laughs> I was, like, scared of this guy, man. He was, uh, he looked very uh, serious right That's then. And he was like, I'm just, I'm just playing, man. I'm just playing. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. I was like, you gave me a heart attack. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly so that's cool man yeah i'm glad that your class is diverse and you know you have good people in that class too because a couple of my friends that that i have a couple friends in school right now and some of them have said kind of what you said like great great people you know friends for life and then other ones are like everyone in my class sucks like i hate them and i'm like is it you or is it them it could be both but um you know a little bit of both yeah but i think that still says something about the class itself if you couldn't find anyone that you'd like you know, you mess with at this point. So that makes sense. Yeah. Let's see. What else? A different, different, uh, different track. What's, what is something you used to get in trouble for as a kid a lot? Boo. <laughs> uh, um, in school or school and at home. At home. Okay. <laughs> at home, never doing my homework. Honestly, like my dad was the strictest fucking dude out there. Yeah. In the sense of doing homework. Um, and I had, I have two older sisters. Um, my middle sister is like this model child, model citizen type person who would study on her own, never have any issues. <laughs> like, and obviously she paid off. She crushed everything. Like she's crushing it now. Nice. Um, and same with my older sister, honestly, she crushed it, but she always needed a little push from my pops. And then me, he would like be, me and him would just be whacking each other, just like <laughs> wailing each other. Cause I didn't want to study. Like I would, you know, he'd come home from work and I would be like in my room playing video games or whatever. And then he'd start yelling at me and, <laughs> and um, I would go to the bathroom and I would actually just fall asleep on the toilet. That's the only place he didn't leave. He left me alone on the toilet. Yeah, because he was GI actually. So I think that was his like little sacred place. <laughs> so I, don't, I think that's why he never he left me alone. He knows. Man. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's really He's like, funny. all right, like. Whatever. So I'd just fall asleep on the toilet and like maybe what? like an hour later he would come in there and like bang on the fucking door and he'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. You fall asleep on <laughs> yeah, the dude, toilet? It was bad, man. It was bad. How old were you roughly? Oh man, that was throughout my life. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say that I was young. No, that was like God, probably man. like third grade to eighth grade. Falling asleep on yeah, the toilet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Mainly because I would get home from, from like playing sports and I'd be exhausted. <laughs> and then he would like be like, all right, like time to do work, you know, time to do the work for the next day. I'm like, what the fuck? You no, know, like no one, none of my friends are doing that. Yeah. No, and so, and then in school I was just like the class clown. So I was always getting in trouble with the teachers, but honestly they always loved me. Um, and I kind of think it's because my sisters paved a great way for me because oh, okay. we all went to the same I started at, uh, I went to Pinecrest, which is in Fort Lauderdale, and it's a pre-K through 12. Mm. Um, so I started there when I was in pre-K, and my sister's the same. So, like, all my sister's teachers I basically had. So oh, okay. So they already knew my family, right? So, like, they're like, oh, <laughs> like, these kids are good kids. Like, they're always studying, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. they get me, and I'm this class clown disrupting class and, like, being <laughs> such a dick to these teachers. <laughs> Like, oh, I made a couple teachers cry and I feel so bad about how'd you, it. How'd you do that? Oh my God, dude. Oh, this one professor, I fucking hated him. <laughs> he was my Calc AB professor in ninth grade. No, 10th, 10th grade. Um, and he was just the absolute worst. Like, first of all, he was a new guy. 
and nobody really had him. He was just he was trying to develop his teaching methods. He was coming from like a public school that wasn't very well known, and like I went to like this private school that was like super prestigious type of thing, um, which is no excuse to behave the way we behaved. But <laughs> we we just totally he would like ask us questions, and we would just completely like answer like the dumbest things ever and like just completely act out be talking the whole time um you know so that poor guy man he never really he never really you know he was he would cry regularly he would leave the classroom i felt so bad afterwards yeah now you look back on it yeah you're like i'm fucking asshole yeah you know i'm not like i'm a a nice guy i swear (laughs) so um, uh, it's just like the shenanigans. I know what you mean. Right. Yeah. You do, yeah. And then we had another teacher who was our Spanish teacher in eighth grade and someone, and like every day we had the worst class. <laughs> like we were in like the honors class or whatever. And every day, um, we would be doing like some ridiculous stuff. Like someone one time brought around a, uh, this pen that made monkey noises. And like she, she was freaking out. She's this old lady from Cuba and she like, was she doesn't really speak English and she's like, Who is passing around the monkey pen? <laughs> and we would like just be throwing the pen back and forth and she would just livid the entire oh time. We God. did that for about two weeks. <laughs> and uh yeah. But it was good times though. That's so stuff you never forget, you know. We uh so. when I was like in high school, I forget what grade, but for my Spanish teacher we all hated him too and like we got his extension to his phone somehow. Oh I forget how. And so we would just all call like, it. People would sit. So like my school was like outdoor, and so you could like see into the classrooms from outside. And so people would just sit up top and just call their. And he'd be like, hey, "Hello," and he would hang up. And it just interrupt class. Oh, for like three weeks. Finally, he like got the school to change his extension. Damn. <laughs> it was just like fucking up. And then there was another one. This one teacher was like it's really. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucked up. But <laughs> we'd be in class like, and then but like this one teacher was like really PC, and so like what we. Someone said, like, you know, the word queer, but meant it, like, the way it's supposed to be. Like, uh-huh. that's, that's queer, like, yeah, that's yeah, peculiar, that's yeah, weird, yeah. whatever. And she was, like, still, like, no, you just can't use that. And he was, like, well, you know, oh, I'm yeah. going to use it because I'm using it right. <laughs> yeah. And so then, like, from then on, anytime anything was, like, remotely off, like, hmm, that's very queer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she would lose her mind. Every- <laughs> it's just, like, stupid shit like that, man. It's, like, really harmless, but if you know it pisses them off, you know it's Yeah, like, you just, just getting- keep keep throwing fire into the flame you know using it in your papers and, yeah big, big red circles on our papers like you can't use that word and we're yeah. like but it's it's correct like yeah. it got to the point where like teacher conferences were brought up and our parents all of our friends like 20 of us were doing it yeah and parents were like look like you guys gotta stop like you're, you're driving this lady crazy yeah and i'm like well maybe she should just get over it you yeah. know we're not really do- we're not doing it we're not, right, calling not, people. We're not using like a right. derogatory term but and you already know like if she didn't make a big deal about it you guys would have Forgotten about it. Never, yeah, never yeah. done anything about it. It lasted like all my fresh. It was my freshman year. It was my freshman right. year. Of college. I mean, of high school. Yeah, it was just like dumb shit. But, yeah, hilarious. Um, so what would you play in in high school? Uh, high school, I played uh, soccer and baseball. Cool, Quit baseball shortly after. Okay. Uh, two years into it, be- just because my the coach took it so seriously. Like we had this the most ridiculous. We had like practice gear to wear to practices. We had to show up from. Four, like we got out of three thirty eight, we had to be on the field by four, like ready to go, and then we wouldn't be able to leave till like six twenty after the field's like cleaned up, and like it's like, dude, we're in high school, yeah. like you're taking it way too seriously. Yeah. But soccer was by far my favorite. What position? You um, so I played striker for the majority of my career, and then um, 
like preseason of my senior year where so we're coming off like the huge like a, a hugely upsetting junior year season um and my senior year we got this great team like great squad and during preseason like I'm probably playing the best I've ever played right like um and me and the coach are talking and we're like yo like I think you're gonna score like x amount of goals I'm like no I'm gonna break that like you know like being yeah and he's like all right like we'll see and so like first game of the season I had probably 10 opportunities and I missed every single one like easy like fast breaks and I missed everything I'm like what the fuck yeah then next game I had the same exact thing happen I'm like alright this is fucked so then (laughs) I got so we were actually short of left back so he like moved me to left back which turned out to be awesome I loved it that's what I played too yeah left back is such a good position I am left footed I'm left footed too man good shit see there you go so it was was great it was great I think uh, like left handed they say is more creative or whatever but you know I'll fuck all that it's left footed yeah left footed -footed. I'm a righty right handed left footed -footed. same way Yeah, Yeah. yeah. it's weird right it's so weird people like I remember when I was like on like little league, they just like didn't understand. The coach was like, "No, you can't be left footed. You're right handed." Right? Like, what are you talking yeah, about? Like, <laughs> like, like, how do they go hand in hand? I don't how know. can you? What is that from? Uh, how can you be so obtuse? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so obtuse. Like, what do you mean? Um, let's see. All right, different question. Um, hmm. If you had unlimited money to start a business, what would be the business you would start right now? Ooh. Unlimited money to start a business. That's, I I, you know, I've never really thought about that. Um, mm. I really like real estate, so I'd probably end up going into some sort of real estate business. You want to flip houses? I wouldn't, land. yeah, I love, love the idea of flipping houses. Way too much work. I would need like a partner who would, but I got unlimited money, right? So I yeah. can hire anybody I want. Unlimited money. Um, yeah, I got a couple boys who are into that field and they're smart as shit. So I'd definitely go in on them with that. Um, yeah, other than that, I don't know. Build up my practice, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like that's So you'd stay in medicine though? Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. This okay. has like been a dream of mine since I was five. So That's what's up, yeah. Because yeah. some people, you know, would be like even me at times, like if you'd asked me first and second year, I'd be like, Fuck no, I'd be yeah, out. Like, I'm, I'm out. not doing yeah. medicine anymore. But now I agree now, but it was still it wouldn't be my full time thing. I think it would be just for kinda sure. like for fun if I had unlimited money in businesses. Right. But yeah. No, it's cool. Yeah, real estate's a good move, man. I won't name names, but one of the preceptors we have here for surgery, he uh, is he, a fucking millionaire. Well, right? yeah, he's you probably know stunned. what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, he makes like two fifty k a year just off real estate. Right, it's crazy. And uh, you know, he's 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 a cool guy. Did you have him yet? I haven't had him. Okay, well, he's a fucking boss. Yeah. He's like probably my favorite one so far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's cool. I won't name names because he probably get pissed. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's crazy. Yeah. So real estate. Any any other ones you think or? Um, uh, not that, I mean, I don't know, dude. I, I love, you know, like there's no issue with broadening your horizons, right? So if there's a good business opportunity that comes into mind, I'm definitely not yeah. going to say no to it. Um, but I've never really given it much thought. Well, think right about now. it because you yeah. never know. You might hit, yeah, the, right, yeah, exactly. hit the jackpot and then you're yeah. wasting time, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, let's see. So we we talked about like third year a lot. Let's go back a little bit. What was like... Probably, what was your favorite moment from like first and second year? Phew. Well, like not even moment, just like, just kind of talk about how you felt first and second year. Sure. You know what I mean, first year. Um, so actually, like I remember perfectly the first week of school, they were like drilling us with like all these things we're gonna do, 
how we're gonna have an exam. And then they did this like stupid little integrated exam. I remember that. Um, and me and my buddy <laughs> Al gave it like we were freaking out about this fucking exam. It was ten questions per class. One of them didn't even count. Uh, and, histo, right? Yeah, histo yeah, didn't even yeah. count. And me and him were slaving in the library. I mean, like just balls to the wall like first two weeks everybody's like kind of getting used to each other partying with me and him we're like no we like and i just had just met him honestly i met him on the first day and it just worked out like we had very similar interests he played baseball in college um and like we just had you know we kind of meshed right away um and yeah so i mean it worked out sure but like first year was definitely overwhelming um definitely takes a lot to get used to uh, you, especially, I don't know, for me, I was coming from UF and UF, you got to study for sure, but it's like a different type of study, you know, like you're definitely, I was going out probably four times a week, um, still having a great time and still doing well in school. Yeah. Um, so getting used to that, like grind mode definitely took a lot, lot to get used to, but once you're in it, like, you're like, all right, that was good. Um, they did like a little cruise, uh, booze cruise for us first year in the first year yeah that was fun yeah, yeah that was fun that was the first time you got to really see all these kids get drunk probably for the first times in their lives for the most part some I feel like some of them some legitimately of them had never partied until like they got to med school 100% like, what are you doing man yeah. what were you doing before it's crazy <laughs> like how did you survive pre-med some kids went to like some small like colleges didn't really party others like lived at home didn't really that's party true. so you kind of got everything you know yeah um, that's true so yeah, that was a good time. That was kids were like, I, there was a couple kids throwing up on our scenes. I'm like, dude, Same. come on, you like, can't do that, man. They gave you, I think they gave you like two drink tickets. Like, yeah. So like, <laughs> we're like, what are you getting drunk off of two drinks? Sure, but I mean, yeah, um, two like big gulps, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it, it was a good time. No, it was fun. And then second year was a great time. Second year, you start you started getting into like these system based medicine. Finally, get to see pieces puzzle pieces being put together and um it was it was so much such a better format instead of having an exam like every other week Mm -hmm. you had one exam at the end of each half a block and then at the end of the block and so that that was so much better it was enjoyable yeah Yeah, Yeah. and like yeah Yeah. let's see what about like uh day to day what did you kind of feel like did you what about times that you felt like you were crushing it or were the times you felt like you were like overwhelmed sure yeah um, so day to day I was, well, I was a big class goer, at least for the first year and a half. Really? Yeah. Big class goer. Okay. And mainly because I did, I was too scared to venture into the cyber world okay. type of thing. Okay. I always thought like I, I should go to class, like maybe get to know the teachers, but fuck, they don't want them to get to know you. No, no that's not true. <laughs> Some of them actually do. Yeah. Some most of them, them most of them, most of them don't really care. Um, so that was Day to day, I would, you know, get, I lived at home, so my house was 20 minutes away from school, so I would get up, we, our first class was at 8 a.m., so I'd get up at like 6, 6.25, eat breakfast, do my thing, I like my mornings, like, I love, I'm a big morning guy, so I would, I'd take my mornings, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'd sit down, I need to have like two or three cups of coffee, um, (laughs) eat my nice breakfast, and then go to, go to school. Okay. Um, and then like, that's where I kind of met my friends. Cause most of them were class goers for the first part of it also. Okay. Um, and then, yeah. And then you would get home. Our classes the first year were brutal. Like we would not finish until we'd be eight to five. Like every day, every fucking day. Yeah. 
And yeah. it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you get home, you're like, wait, we got to study now? For like, 10 hours? Yeah, yeah for like, 10 yeah. more hours? Like, yeah. all right. So that was, yeah, that was, that was my day to day. I mean, you had to sneak the gym in, um, yep. you know, an hour. So, yeah. So I was, you know, getting up at 6.30, going to bed by like 11.30, 12, and kind of just doing the same thing every day, yeah. you know? So like basically it's funny because the way you're describing it, it's like looking back on it, which wasn't that long ago for either one of us. It's like if you had told me that in undergrad, I would have been like, that sounds fucking brutal, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but now that we're past it, it's like it was horrible in the time, but it's really like wasn't that bad. Right. Yeah, it really wasn't that bad. It's right. like I could, I could, I wouldn't want to do it again. Right. But I think if I had to, I could, I 100%. could. But only with like, you know, the stipulation that I could come back to this moment. Not right. like have to do it over again right and pay for it again right Jesus, that's, Dude, the worst that's the worst part yeah man um, um that's yeah but part. i mean i don't know in that sense um when you talk about the grind basically like your friends or my friends at least who are doing other professions they like talk about how hard their work is and like how long of hours they work i like kind of just laugh in their face i'm like yeah you're like working like kind of hard but yeah. You're not putting in the same amount of work we are. No. But, I mean, whatever. Everybody, you know, it's hard. No matter what you want to do, true. you got to put in the work to succeed. But still, it's just like, dude, it's a different level. It's very different. I think, it's like you said earlier, it's, at the beginning, it's one of the few fields, period, where, like, you should always be studying. Oh, yeah. Like, right now, you should be studying instead 100%. of doing something right now. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, right now, you're falling behind, right. technically. But at the same time, like, what kind of life is that? Right. You, know you got to I mean? so, You got to live. You gotta live, and there's kids though who don't do that or like right. don't live. They just they just study, and that's those are the kids who are gonna be the pathologists and the right. dermatologists right. and stuff. Right. And like everyone else is gonna live their life. You know, they're gonna live. And like me, I don't want to work. Like when I'm attending like after residency fellowship, I work my ass off for sure because I want to learn everything. Right. I want to go somewhere where I can. Well, I want to go somewhere to learn, and then go to somewhere to work completely different like yeah. where I want to learn is like the shithole like you do everything so that way when I get a cush job I still know everything I can do you know <laughs> for sure um, but yeah it's tough man it's it's tough like you said you friend, you hear friends and you see them making money too yeah, you're which like, is frustrating you. come on buddy's already <laughs> making like 150 200k I'm yeah. like yeah. yeah and they're like alright well even your age to 25 and making 150k I mean I just can't imagine you yeah. know especially like when we make that money we have a mountain of debt on top of it we right. chip away at at the same Which time. Is just it's really not gross that to think amount. about. <laughs> it is, yeah. It is. So, so I'm looking at payback programs. Like that's Yeah, those are nice. Kind of, those are pretty cool. The cool thing about it is there's a lot of places you can work that would be considered underserved that aren't just like shitholes. Like sure. you could work in Fort Myers. Yeah, like yeah. all the Lee hospitals count right. for the payback. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um my like my hometown in North Carolina, like Charlotte, it's yeah. it's the biggest it's the biggest city in Charlotte and right. that's an underserved population. Right. And you can make it count during your residency. Exactly. Yeah. yeah which exactly. is nice. So that's good. So yeah. that's definitely good. something to consider. We'll see how long this lasts. It's a new program. Um, so yeah. yeah, exactly. We'll see what happens exactly. in, in 10 years when all the money runs out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're going to come knocking for some more. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck. <laughs> um, let's see. Different little change of pace. What's like, uh, what's your favorite movie or like series of movies or Ooh, some um, movies you enjoy? So I love, I honestly, I like, like everything, but, um, Right now, if I had to say my favorite movie would probably be Inception. It's a good movie. Still. It's a good movie. Um, just because it's just like, I've watched it so many times and every time I'm just like, oh my fucking God. Like, it's a good movie. 
miss that. I miss that. Like now I'm getting it. I've read synopses and I'm like, oh my God, I miss that. Yeah. <laughs> Let me watch that again. Exactly. So, That's cool. Yeah. That's like uh But I like, haven't watched that one in a while. Inception is a good one. And then like for me, I used to watch The Last Samurai to fall asleep to. Okay. But I'd put it on and I ended up just watching the whole thing. I've probably seen The Last Samurai like 50 times. Yeah. Because I'd be like, one eye open still watching it, like, and I'd just be like, there's no, there's, coming, no, like, there's no subtleties to it, but I'd just be like, this is fucking sick, dude, yeah. I love this shit. Just same with The Departed. I love The Departed. Departed is awesome. It's my movie, yeah. man. Yeah. No Country for Old Men, all those kind of like gritty classics are like right. my jam. I love right. those. Have you um, seen The Irishman yet? I have. Is it good? Um, yeah, it's good. Is it worth the three and a half it's hours? It's three and a half hours. I broke it up into two days. Okay. Um, That's a good movie. So it was good. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I've been big into documentaries recently. Just oh, like. Boy. Tell me more. I, yeah. What you been watching? So, the best one I've watched so far, right, or at least like recently, is the Inside Bill's Mind, which is about Bill Gates on Netflix. Okay. It's a three-part documentary. It's like one hour each episode. Um, the guy is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like he's yeah. literally what we need in this world to actually stop climate changes and global warming and all these things. And yeah. it's amazing to see someone. Um, I feel like I've always been pretty driven, um, but it's amazing to see someone that the guy like it's it. His mind just doesn't stop going. Oh, even at this age, even yeah. at this age, like yeah. he's always on the move. He's always studying. He's always doing something. Um, he takes a one week hiatus every month by himself out in the cabin on the water and has a book of books, a bag of books, and he just reads all day. That's pretty cool. I mean, honestly, that's actually really cool. He, like, stays away from his wife, stays away from his kids, just by himself. Just a week a month? Sl- a week a month. Just sl- Diet that. Cokes and <laughs> reads all day. And that's it. Diet Cokes. It's like, what the fuck, dude? It's crazy. I mean, I'd be down for that. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, it's not bad. Cool. So. I mean, and honestly, you don't have to have Bill Gates money to do that. No. You don't. Think about it. I mean, you could be a construction worker and do that. Right. Honestly, I mean, go back to a different house. You have a different cabin than he does probably. But, like, right. you could do that. Yeah. I mean, I... I have to talk to you know my girl. Be like, that's gonna have to be a stipulation. Exactly, you know? exactly. <laughs> One <Yeah>. week. <laughs> it's awesome, and you're like continually you know educating yourself, and he's always reading about everything, and it's just yeah. like fuck, like yeah, it's so cool. You read any good books lately? Ooh, um, I actually just read The House of God. What's that um, about? Ooh, you haven't read it? No. Ooh. So this is like, I I had I heard heard I had heard about it going into uh, medical school. It's actually a medical book. Um, and I never really can like I never thought anything of it. And then I was talking to my buddy Al again on the phone, and like he had a GI. He went and like shattered a GI for a day, and he's like, "Dude, you got to read the House of God." And I'm like, "All right, that's the second time I heard it." And then I'm at this holiday party at this orthopedic office, and I'm talking to this neurosurgeon. He's like, "You ever read the House of God?" I'm like, <laughs> "All right, fuck it, I you gotta got, read. You it. Gotta read it." Yeah. So I actually read it um, last week, and it's about it's a it's like a fictional based book about some guy in his residency okay um and it's just like it's awesome it's just he talks about his residency and like how it's like it's super raunchy super like just gray's anatomy on tenfold you know tenfold scale like giving you like dirty details about everything like you know so it was just it was a fun read and it was if there's so many like little lingo words that I had never known about that are still used today, and they're they actually stem from like this book. Um, like what? Give me like an example. one is like a gomer, 
Have you heard oh, okay. of yeah. Gomer? Yeah. Which yeah. stands for like get out of my ER. And it just stands <laughs> I didn't know for, what it stood for. Yeah, and it That's stands funny. for just like these these it's horrible to say, obviously, but people still use it today. But it yeah. stands for like these it's just like these old patients that literally like never die but never leave the hospital. Yeah. Um and so he just like talks about how like those are the people you got to practice on because they won't ever die. You can never kill them. Yeah. So and they're like perfect learning examples, you know. So like he just talks about like those things and and there's like so many other little lingos that I was just like this is hilarious, you know? Like That's cool. Like um L, uh it's like an LOL or something and it's like it stands for like little old lady but mm. in like no apparent distress. And so, like, you're just, like, there, and he's, like, talking about how, like, this one resident uh, tries to just show off the entire time, and she, like, tries to be a know-it-all, and and she ends up, like, doing more damage than good, mm. um, while him and this other guy that he's with have to, like, patch everything up, and, like, they, they have, like, this one attending, or actually, he's a fellow who, um, or he's a, th- he's actually a third-year resident, and who he, like, they realize like he seems like this guy who's just like a piece of shit basically but in the end of the day he like really knows his patients he knows how to treat people he like is a genius okay. and he just kind of gives off the impression that he doesn't know shit <laughs> okay. but, like he says like the best treatment is do nothing like do as little as you can yeah. just let them heal themselves type of thing it was it was really cool. It was a good book, and I okay. I would recommend that. I'll check that out. I'll yeah, check it out. but non non medical based books. Um, I got the Gucci Mane book that I haven't read yet. The Gucci Mane book. Yeah, Gucci Mane autobiography. Apparently, it's pretty good. That book probably be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Dude, that's, that a, guy's a, that's a cool guy. He's the homie. He's a cool guy. Um, but other than that, I'm reading this business book. I'm interested in being able to manage my own money. You know, like those are the things that you never learn in medical school, and so. I listened to a podcast called The White Coat Investor. Same, yeah. 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 And the book, and too. I read the, the guy, book, yeah. Yeah. looks good. Yeah. So this guy's, you know, a medical <clears throat> doctor who smart with his money. You know, it's yeah. not... Yeah. There's no, like, crazy nitty-gritty stuff. It's just, like, be smart with your money and don't be an idiot and save money and you'll be good. Yeah. It, the hard part is, like, doing what he's... It's so... It's, like, put away 30%. Right. It's don't live above your means. Right. Like that. But that's, that's it. That's hard for but people. But it's hard man, for people. You know? Yeah, I mean, people, even me, I eat out you know, too much. You right. Know? Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. Like, all right. I could definitely, you know, not not get this coffee, you know? Yeah. Like, whatever. And so. also, like, making an attending salary, living here, be fine with that. Yeah. I would definitely... I'm not going to go, like, when I get out of residency buy like a you know six bedroom house 100%. i'm just not gonna do that if i'm single especially and i got i'm gonna live somewhere like this yeah like, this is nice but it's not crazy expensive right. if you're making you know 250 and you live here you're racking up you're saving yeah. a lot of money yeah. so i could do that you know yeah um, it's so, all about staying within your means i mean if your means are buying a jag and buying a five-story house or a five-bedroom house that's that's fine but if it's not you shouldn't do it right that's kind of the right. summary of it and yeah. i think it's so simplistic but it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Like you, you definitely said. get caught up in the world of like luxuries and you're like, damn, now I'm making all this money. So now yeah. I want this whatever Louis Vuitton belt. You know, you're like, <laughs> yeah. why the fuck do I want a Louis Vuitton belt? Gucci socks. Yeah, maybe. Gucci socks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just like stupid shit that you could definitely, you don't need. You nah. know? Yeah. I totally agree. Nah. White Coat Investor is a good podcast. Um, the book was really good too. That's what yeah. got me on the podcast. Yeah. Vargas is the one that recommended it. Yeah, that, he did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's from that there's like another guy that recommended uh, William Bernstein is like the author and he I'm reading it it's like dense ass book it says uh, it's called the four pillars of investing 
Um, it's super like slow read. He recommends reading like ten pages a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 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 informative, you know. So it's good. Yeah. So that's what I'm reading yeah. right now. I wouldn't I wouldn't be like, yo, you guys need to read this, you know. But it's it's informative. I think white coat investor though for med students especially right. like whatever. I can't speak for residents, but I would think it'd be relevant to them too. I mean. That's the kind of book that I read the first time, and then I'm rereading it right now. I'm like taking notes as I go along because right. it's like you're gonna forget certain you know amounts and things Little like nuances, that. Little yeah. Yeah, I think it's important. I think it's a good book, and like like you said, it's a good move. I mean, yeah. being smart with your money, if you uh, if you are smart with your money, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, yeah. I love traveling, right? So like that's something I'm gonna prioritize. But I want to save money for it. You know, I'm not gonna spend money on stupid shit. I don't need to buy a new car. My car is working perfectly right Same. now. You know, yeah. like. Yeah, I want a new car, but I'm not going <laughs> to buy one until that thing gets run to the ground, you know? I agree, man. So I totally agree. Yeah. I'm big on traveling, so that's 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 going to be key for me. Like, my last trip I actually did when I graduated, I went to uh, Japan, Thailand, Vietnam, and Shit. Cambodia. That's and it sick. was fucking awesome. How long were you there? I was, I did uh, two months, basically, two total. Months. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was sick. And it was like... It was just, it was so sick. It's it's awesome to see different cultures. Um, and that's like four very different cultures. Different. Even within Asia. Yeah. Every single yeah. one is completely different. Japan is way above everybody. Like, <laughs> even us, you know? they yeah. People fucking line up in single file lines to get on the subway. It's like, that's what? Crazy. Yeah. And you get on the subway and nobody's talking to each other. It's like, holy shit, are you guys robots? I don't know. <laughs> like, you seem like they are. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Like, that's you go to restaurants and there's actual robots that you order from. So it was fucking crazy to see. That's um, cool, man. Yeah, it was cool. And then Vietnam and and Vietnam was gorgeous. Uh, Thailand was great. We played with like elephants and did all the cool stuff that everybody likes to do. That's we didn't awesome. harm any elephants, you know. We just did the sanctuaries. That's good. Yeah, that, that's good though. Yeah, like, that shit. Those. I mean, elephants are beautiful animals, man. Yeah. And, like when you see them getting like abused or. Like uh, I don't know if you ever watched Planet Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw the one where the elephant got that one got lost from the pack and right. he just walking to his death, dude. It's horrible. Tearjerker. Yeah, makes me cry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I'm usually drinking when I'm watching Planet Earth like, yeah. by myself. I'm like, no, <laughs> like why did you turn the elephant around? Dude, yeah, so that's no. that's cool, man. I would yeah. love to do that. That'd yeah. be awesome, man. We were like taking um, showers with them. It was fucking sick. That's cool, man. Like jumped in the water. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So it was fun. What's uh, what would be the next place you'd go? I got so many places I got on my list. So I studied abroad in college in Italy. I okay. went to Florence, um, which was an amazing experience. Um, and then I traveled around there, did like Budapest and some other Croatia. I actually didn't get to go to Croatia. Why did I say that? I want to go to Croatia. Um, but my next one is probably going to be Australia or Africa if I do like a medical mission trip, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, turn it into like a safari trip. But be sick. yeah, we'll we'll see. That'd be cool, man. We'll see. That'd be fun, man. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully I can get a girlfriend by then and like have <laughs> someone to travel with. Yeah. And still got still got that on the back burner. Just go with the go with the boys, bro. Yeah. Go, girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Go with the boys. Go with the boys. <laughs> yeah. Um I wanna go to so my like list is kind of not really like the mainstream places. I've I've never been outside of, I've only been to the Caribbean oh outside my God. of the country. But like I wanna go to like Petro Jordan. Okay. Interesting um, why. Uh, so like, there's like this uh, like this temple built into a mountain there. Uh-huh. I saw it once on Instagram, and I, ever since then, this is like four years <laughs> ago, and no joke, I'd be like, I look at it all the time online. Yeah. I like, I just like want to go there and see that. this temple. It's built into a mountain. It's beautiful. 
um, it looks amazing. And like I've just I've I've just like lost my mind about Petra yeah. Jordan. It's so, like I read up on it, like the culture, the town. I read stories of people who've gone there. It looks amazing. Right. I, I would love to go to Petra. Right. So that's like top top of my list. Nice. I also want to go to Iceland. Cool. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, I would love to go to Iceland. Exactly. I would love to go to. Uh, I want to go to. Um, Uruguay and Paraguay. Okay. Just because, like, I've never met anyone who's from there. I don't <laughs> know anything about it, and I would just love to... Probably for a good reason. ...see what it is. Yeah, probably no, I'm so. just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shout no, out to all I the really, Paraguayans. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, also, obviously, would love to go to Hawaii yeah. just to, like, see it. I, I don't think I could live there just because I've heard it's not really um, foreigner-friendly. Right. When I say foreigner, I mean, like, mainland. Non-Hawaiian. Yeah, mainland-friendly. Yeah, um, and that might be an incorrect stereotype, but... You know, I would still love to visit. Yeah. I, I, when I go places, though, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to the big mainstream places, right, and right. I don't want to go to the tourist spots right. of the places. So if I go to Hawaii, I'd want to find like a local kind of thing and like, sure. plan it out. I wouldn't want to just be like, yeah, we're gonna stay in an all-inclusive resort and just chill. Like, I mean, that'd be fun, For sure. But it's not really like living the experience at all. Like yeah. what you did when you went abroad, like when yeah. you did Cambodia and stuff. Awesome. You like lived it. You oh yeah. Kind of like we did hostels. Like we did. Yeah. You didn't you go know, to sandals. Did, right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We did a good good stuff. Um, yeah. But in, in in its own way, like I I definitely I, my family always used to do like one or two trips a year. So we've traveled a bunch, but I've been so ignorant to the United States um, <laughs> that I need to see like the United States. We definitely need to go. This place is here. I want to go to. So yeah. many. I've never. I, I've been Gotta to California to a bunch, but I've never gone like. I want to go to like I want to go to uh, Seattle. I want to go to Portland. Right. I want to check out that. Portland's I'm, dope. Portland's dope. I've Oregon heard. is dope. Oregon's dope. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if out. you're talking about Portland, Maine, or Oregon. No, Portland, Oregon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Portland, Oregon. I've Portland's never been there. Dope. Great food. Okay. Um, yeah, dude. Oregon's uh, one of my favorite states that I've been to. I went in the summertime. We had perfect weather. We did like a lot of hiking. You would literally just stop in the middle of the road and go on beautiful trail, hit a waterfall. It'd be like, all right, that's sick. that sounds. Yeah. That sounds awesome. See. I could do that and like save a little bit of money, you know. Like that's what we're talking about, being smart. Yep. That sounds cool, man. Yeah. Um, I I went to Houston for a conference nice. last yeah, year. Yeah. Dude, I loved yeah. it. Houston was fucking awesome. Yeah, Houston is a cool city, man. It's super cheap, man. Yeah. It's cheaper to live in Houston, which is a much bigger like metropolis city than like even like Fort Lauderdale. For it's sure. cheaper. It's like yeah. super cheap. It's cheaper yeah. than living here. Yeah. Um, I, I loved Houston. Yeah, a lot. Houston's dope. I like Houston I like a, lot. It a lot. Didn't love Chicago. Probably okay. won't go back there on purpose again. Ooh, I've been there twice take. and like. Everybody loves Chicago. I'm I haven't like, been. I'm like, oh, well, I've been when I was younger, but yeah, I'm like, I'm indifferent. I can okay. live without it. I, I mean, I don't love Manhattan, but like, I have a lot of friends there. Sure. So I'll go there. But uh, yeah, like, definitely want to hit like Salt Lake City. Also, would be cool. Yeah. I've also heard good things about Indianapolis, Indiana, and Minneapolis, Minnesota. I've heard those are really cool. Those so. were two that will never probably be on my list. Really? They're not like high on my list. Let's clear yeah, that up. They're yeah, not high yeah, on my yeah. list. But I'll, I'll definitely, you know, once I knock the other ones out, once I knock Petra out, right. once the other places yeah. out, you know, maybe check out some cool places. I'll check those out. But yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see here. I'll ask one more question and then we'll wrap it up, man. You know, I'll get you back to studying. You know? Yeah, right. Let's see. Um, let's see. All right. If you could have someone narrate your life, who would it be? Oh narrate my life um i mean should i be super basic i'd i'd go morgan freeman dude that guy's got a voice of the gods but another guy i'd probably go with is matthew mcconaughey just because (laughs) dude everything he says is just like fuck it's like silk it is sounds so nice it's like those lincoln commercials you're like damn like yeah he kind of crushes those lincoln commercials that's a good answer yeah. yeah like 
You're like, so what is uh, what's Mark doing tonight? Matthew McConaughey answers. Yeah. Oh, he's doing a podcast. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try to do it. Yeah, I'm just no. saying the words, but yeah. I'm not gonna try to do it. But yeah, yeah. everyone's like, oh, he's doing a podcast. Yeah, wow. exactly. You're, you're intrigued. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's cool. Man. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I can support that. So. All right, so wrap up. I'm gonna ask you four just really quick questions. You just answer like however long you want to take. No, sure. no big deal. So, has medical school been what you expected? Definitely. Definitely. All right, right on. What would you say are keys to success in medical school? Um, one obviously is studying hard. Um, two is pushing yourself. Three, finding some sort of outlet to give yourself whenever you need it. Uh, basically every day. Um, to just you know blow steam off, forget about medical school, forget about medicine, do something fun that you enjoy doing. And four is having like a good friendship slash family support system. I know that a lot of people are like not into that or, you know, like to study on their own or do whatever, but you always gotta, gotta find somebody that's, that you can rely on when your times are tough, you know? Got you. Yeah. So, yeah. That kind of goes into the next question. Like any advice to those coming up? So like M1, M2s or even pre-meds and people in pre, like you know, undergrad trying to go into healthcare? Yeah. I mean, the advice is like, first of all, don't let anybody tell you you can't do it, you know? Um, I hate when people try to push people down. It's just like, you have no idea what the capabilities are. Maybe they didn't do well on an exam. Maybe they didn't, they're not good test takers. All right, sure. But you could work through that. You can, just because you're not a good test taker doesn't mean you can't become a good doctor, you know? Like, Absolutely. If you're a good person, you could become a good doctor. Um, so definitely stick with it. If you, that's your dream, definitely pursue it. Um, and yeah, and you know, like, don't be scared to ask for help, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So. Totally agree. Um, last question. Would you do it all over again? 100%. I wouldn't even doubt it. I, well, I'd, I'd be like, fuck, that sucked. But then I'd <laughs> go through it and I'd be like, yeah. I mean, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's just like, yeah. There's there's no better feeling than, like, actually seeing whatever you did for that one patient pay off and the face that changes between how miserable they are when they first come to you compared to when you fix them or treat them in whatever way. It's like, holy fuck, this is awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. It was good. It's good. It's been good. Totally agree, I'm man. Excited for the future. Totally agree. So yeah, man. So you're, uh, you're wrapping up now, like it's January. So you have what, like five more rotations yep. and then you're on your way out, man. You'd be a fourth year dude. Fourth year is awesome. Really? So yeah, I mean, I'll tell you one negative about fourth year. You forget a lot of shit because you sure. don't do it. Like, at least for me, like I had some pretty chill rotations where like I didn't do much and yeah. I like, wasn't, you know, I didn't have to go in as much. And so I, uh, I lost a lot. So I'm kind of re kind of remember things right now, but dude, the time like for interviews, interviews is awesome. You're going to love that. You're going to crush it too. Cause you're like really personable and everything else. So you're going to crush interviews. You're going to go up against kids who are like, you know, like really squirrely and like kind of like awkward and stuff. And you're going to slay. Like they might have, you know, they might be on paper better, right, right, better to a different yeah, school yeah, or boards, sure. whatever. But like that shit doesn't matter. Cause like if you're there at the interview, that's, that's the important part. Yeah. You already got your foot like that person with like, who might've scored no, like, like 40 percentile higher than you or lower, whatever. It's like, whatever. if you're an idiot in person, it doesn't matter. Right. You're not going to, you're going right. to do fine. So right. you're going to do great, man. Yeah. Thanks. So I'm excited Appreciate for you, man. Um, hey, you too. Yeah, dude, I'm almost Big done. Big things. Man. You're almost, almost done. done. Fuck. <laughs> Woo. This time next awesome. year, bro, you're going to be there, yeah. man. Yeah. You're going to be talking to some M3. You're going to be like, man, that kid, man. Yeah. I remember when he just, I just remember just meeting him. So yeah. Hundred um, percent. That's like you know, there's a couple of your classmates that I still keep in touch with, like Nisarg. For sure. I'm meeting him next week when I go back nice. for my come home day. We're gonna get food or something. So like, he's a good dude too. Yeah, he is. I'm gonna he's try to get him on dude. the podcast yeah, too. Nice. So, 
Um, I'm, yeah, Jenny is supposed to be next week too. Okay. Out here. So yeah, cool, some cool classmates. So oh, yeah. But yeah, man, um, best of luck to you, man. Hey, thank you. Um, any parting words to the people? No, just peace. Yeah, right on. <laughs> All right, y'all. So we'll wrap it up. Um, thank you for listening and keep grinding and don't let anyone take your dream away from you. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much again, as always, for listening. I hope you enjoyed. And I just want to give a quick shout out to the artists. So the intro, that song is GSO, and that's by Cold Brew. Cold Brew can be found on Twitter at Cold Brew Beats, Instagram at coldbrew.wav, and his Linktree and Spotify have all his other information. So search Cold Brew on Linktree or Spotify. And the outro, and the outro is called Circles, and that's by Revision. Instagram is Revision Music, R-I-V-I-Z-I-O-N Music, and he is found on all streaming platforms. Thank you guys again so much. Hope you enjoyed, and best wishes going in the future.